Hi, this is Jay. You're listening to a B-Site episode. This originally was supposed to be a part of a, the last episode we recorded, but as you can see by the runtime, it would have made the episode way too long, so we are just releasing it on its own because we have a lot to say on the subject, and it would be a shame to just delete it and never release it. So here it is as its own separate thing, and we will be doing this in the future. It's not going to be a regular thing. It's just going to be whenever we have a really good conversation in an episode, and we just can't fit it within the runtime without it being longer than Gone with a Win. Anyways, um, another thing about this episode is that we talk extensively about Coco in this episode, and I keep mentioning Diego Luna thinking that he was in this movie and not only that i thought he was in this movie i thought he was the second lead character hector when actually it's gael garcia um (laughs) and so instead of just completely uh throwing away this episode because i made a really dumb mistake we're just gonna have an edit of me saying gael garcia because Gael Garcia is the actual actor I was thinking about, and um, while yes, I didn't make the mistake, and it's out there in the public for all of you to ridicule me, I can at least own up to it, and I'm trying to fix it, so yeah, just uh, keep on the lookout for that, and hopefully you enjoy this little B-side episode, it starts in 3, 2, 1... Uh, I think since day to then was uh was pretty soon. I think we should talk about Coco because I have a lot of things to say about Coco. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I fucking do. <laughs> um, to to preface this, I will I will be talking about um some socially political things about Coco. I don't I don't know, but mm-hmm. I just want to say I don't speak on behalf of all Mexicans. Obviously, of course, I don't. This is just my personal opinion on it. Yeah. And I like to also, I'm not gonna outright say Coco is a bad movie, even though I don't like it. Um, or that it's fully problematic. Fuck, I wouldn't even say it's problematic in general. But I would like to um, paraphrase uh, um, Lindsay Ellis when in her video about where she compares Moana and um, Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Where she ends it with saying, Pocahontas is completely problematic. Moana has some problematic issues and it's better that we now have a movie with indigenous people that mm-hmm. is somewhat problematic than being fully problematic. Yeah. Because that shows that we have improved and we, there's more room for improvement. But anyways, I, I am happy that this film is like... I'm not going to try to take away that... Because this film is very important to a lot of Mexican people, Hispanic people in general. Also, I remember how much hype there was for it. was it. extremely hype, yeah. I, I remember... It is the highest grossing movie in all of Mexico. Also, I won't. this isn't going to be an end-up analysis because I've only seen Coco once. But just some things that I kept in mind, and I, and I think about it every every time that movie's brought up, is that, one, I, I don't like the movie. I like aspects of it. Like, I think the first 20 minutes of that film are legitimately perfect. I think those first 20 minutes, are, they're, are, they're incredible. They're fucking phenomenal. It's, it's so, like, they paid so much close attention to detail in the architecture. The very beginning, like, mm-hmm. when the, when the, what are they? The little exposition thing I have, honestly... Bad Mexican. I don't know what those things are called. <laughs> it's okay. I was um, just w- wondering if you knew. But like the paper cutout. Yeah. Uh, when those start being animated. Oh, that's great. I I was like sitting in my seat in the theater and I was like, this is 
so it's cool. It's so cool. And then and they and then they and then they move on to just this very realistic. It just pans down. Yeah, it pans down <laughs> this very realistic like this Mexican village mm-hmm. plaza. Yeah. Um and it just it looks like it looks like I've been there before and mm-hmm. it's great and it's and it's beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. Um I find it hard to believe that every single one of those fucking characters is speaking English. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it also just sets up everything so perfectly. It does. It really does. And honestly, like if the plot involved to him just running away from home and going around Mexico, like mm-hmm. a little like a kids version of Ituma Matamien, <laughs> <laughs> it honestly would have been a fucking great movie, and I would have loved it. Besides the fact that everyone speaks English, but I I really dislike the fact that they go to the land of the dead because it then turns this what. You you set me up this realistic depiction mm-hmm. of Mexican society, and like very and Mexican culture and how Mexican people act with one another, and you turn it into this uh, bright colorful cartoon, which is a double edged sword because it does highlight the how how beautiful the art of that cult of that culture is, but also takes away it just like robs it of so much potential that it could have had. And my my main issue was with the whole world building is that. It has this immigration imagery to it mm. and an allegory, and it doesn't say anything about it. Like, you I'm not, just, You mean like the bridge? Like the bridge, and that like that, people are like constantly the... trying to cr- cross over it, and only wealthy people can. Which is like, yes, oh. you can look. It's a very surface level look. On I the... never even. <laughs> you see, okay, when I when I met you, I mm-hmm. fucking love this movie. Like I I saw it in theaters with my sister and. We like on the drive home. We're listening to the soundtrack. Like we love. That's it. a pretty good soundtrack. It is. Re- mm-hmm. It's really fun. But then, but then the Oscars happened. They had that shitty. Oh, that performance is <laughs> terrible. And then I met you, and you you were like, "Yeah, I don't like Coco." And I was like, "Huh." And now that you talk about it more and more, mm-hmm. if I watch it again, I probably will see more wrong with it. Which is yeah. just like how movies are. That's just how general. movies are. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. But, but yeah, it has Jesus. this. Here's the thing: I'm not expecting a fucking Disney Pixar movie oh. to like say "fuck ice" or, <laughs> or, or, or to say just straight up. I, I'm not expecting them to say this whole thing of like, "I'll oh, tear this wall down," or like, "Oh, immigration should, you know, everyone should uh, be a legal citizen." I'm not expecting them to make a wildish fucking political. Uh, yeah. statement it's just the fact that it's if you have so that uncanny. it's uncanny and if you have that imagery and don't say anything about it why the fuck did you put the imagery in there yeah. why do you have that allegory I mean granted oh. I think the one thing you can give this movie credit for is that you can very much uh, analyze this through like classist uh, lens Marxist. Marxist theory yeah. lens because um, there is this whole economy in, in the mm-hmm. uh, land of the dead where yeah. there's a high juxtaposition between people who are very rich and have a lot of people that remember them and know them. And then yeah. there's the slums where... Um, Gael Garcia. Characters in. Hmm. Um, where th- that's like the Mexico that I know. Where and they're literally dying. Where again. they're literally dying. And then like that's very close to the rich part, which is basically Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's good. That's great imagery. And it has actually something to fucking say about that. Yeah. And you can generally write a paper on it. Because you feel like there's a legitimate statement being said there, and mm-hmm. they're not just throwing the imagery there because that's just, you know, when you have imagery of Mexicans going through the border in a Mexican story and have nothing to say about yeah. immigration, it kind of just feels that you're assuming that uh, Mexican culture involves crossing the border and that everyone 
Mm-hmm. Now, am I saying that Pixar fucking intentionally did this? No. I'm just saying that's, yeah, like, what that's people true. could pick up. Do they ever, like, fix anything for the people who are in the slums in the... the um, Dude, underworld? I don't remember. I feel like they probably did. If they, if because, they... like, I know that... That sounds like a very Disney thing to do. Because I, I know that for his actual grandfather, they do. Mm-hmm. Like, they put him back in the picture and he's yeah. remembered. For all the other people who are dying in in that area, like what? Fuck! I don't think they do anything. I don't think they. I think they. Please correct leave. us if we are wrong. I Again, we have not just... seen this movie in forever. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of fucked. Um, but but back to what I originally was saying. Um, Narrative wise, I think I'm not gonna critique it that much because honestly, all you could say about it is that it's way too predictable. You see the fucking plateaus of Gael Garcia actually being Miguel's granddad yeah, like one. from a mile away but I will say when when I first saw it I thought like all the different twists and turns at the end were were fun and mm-hmm. I was having a blast with it but then I re-watched it I was with a group at someone's house and we watched it and I was like halfway watching it but once we got to the end I was like why didn't this movie end like twenty minutes ago? Exactly. Why is it still that I hate that fucking climax. There's a so cliche villain finally shows his ugly side to the main protagonist, and yeah. it's secretly being recorded, and the whole yeah. masses see that, and they're like, "What? This person was a bad guy." I hate I, that corny shit. I I mean hate it, it so much. It, they do have to make it simple enough and like understandable enough that kids will yeah like but it. here's the thing you can also make a very simple narrative out of a, a out of miguel going across mexico trying to find yeah 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 it's trying to be a musician well yeah i don't think i don't think i'm not asking them to make a fucking like, roma-esque like dense like view of <laughs> mexico as a country and like finding its identity no i'm just asking for a, a better narrative there okay there's <laughs> it's not because i'm coming from the mindset of like bad representation is not better than no representation mm. um it's just that like sorry moment in the spotlight give us some good shit yeah. i mean here's the thing coco has done a lot for little kids because they fucking love that movie my little sister adores it it is, it is cool to it's very that important that generation has a movie like has that. a movie like that and, and it's it great and, we, cool. and i'm not trying to take that away from them it's mm-hmm. just that like we should work better on giving them better media for them when they grow up they can yeah, watch it back again and it. have some enjoyment out of it yeah um but also we might be totally over it <laughs> oh and yeah i might not and then people are not going to get that and it's and it's fine if they don't yeah. get that but like when you take a moment you to look have to address it also this isn't <laughs> really an issue with the movie itself it might be with disney because I don't know how the fuck this happened or who's responsible for this bullshit. But I'm very happy that everyone in that, well, almost everyone in that cast is, is Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And they're almost everyone in that cast, I, I don't know, I don't want to make assumptions, is bilingual and they know Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why the fuck in the Spanish dub, the official Spanish dub of that movie, they didn't just get the actors who are bilingual to just say their lines again in Spanish. Yeah, maybe you probably would have fucking raised their paycheck a bit more. But you're fucking Pixar. You can afford it. Yeah. Um, that is very disappointing. And that they just gave them, they gave them these fucking Spanish dub voices that dub everything, like every fucking piece of media that goes mm-hmm. into fucking, it might not be the, Okay, I know every time I talk about Spanish dubbing with you, mm. I always say, oh, it's the same fucking six voice actors. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's all overstatement, but they sound like the same six fucking people. Yeah. I hate the fact that, like, 
some kid living in Mexico who doesn't know English is he's very yeah. excited for Coco to come out, watches a Spanish dub of it, and then he hears the same fucking six voices he watches whenever he watches fucking Ice yeah. Age or anything else and not actually... Gael Garcia. Speaking Spanish because motherfucker can speak Spanish. And honestly, thinking about that just from my perspective, which I don't have a great perspective on mm-hmm. this per se, but if... English movies were like that. If it was the same cast for every movie, it would just ruin the magic. It would. Even as a kid, I fucking hated watching things dubbed in Spanish because I was like, oh, they sound like the fucking same. Yeah, because if... <laughs> Why does Bugs Bunny have the same fucking voice actor from uh, as Sid from fucking Ice Age? Like, I yeah, hate it. And why is he also Stewie Griffin? It, like, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you watch the same... Or if you watch, like, one new movie every year as a kid and then you're like... Oh, I remember these characters, but it's just the voice that's mm-hmm. just, like that. And you notice that shit as a kid too, because you because you know it's like, oh, this person sounds exactly like this person. Yeah, like it, that's. It is. It's very annoying. They, it's just very disappointing. My guess is that like I don't like it, they probably, probably had it in their funny. fucking budget. They uh, like, you can't tell me they didn't have another budget for them yeah. to do another fucking recording. They probably was like, oh, we giving these Mexicans so much money. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh I'm not making God. that assumption. It's just nothing about it makes sense. Hey, Jay here again, just uh, butting in, interrupting this uh, episode right now to say that everything uh, I do say from now on actually does relate to Diego Luna, but it'd be really funny if we kept using Gael Garcia. So we're still going to be using that. Just wanted to say that so you're not um, that confused. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. I don't know. Maybe... Gael Garcia. Just got the fucking Disney paycheck. I was like, all right, bounce. I'm about to make that movie with Woody Allen. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Gael Garcia. Has that rainy day in New York, that Woody Allen movie with um, Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, but who? He's in it. Who, who is he in Coco? Because yeah, I don't know who the fuck. Gael Garcia. Is, is the actual granddad. He's Hector. I think oh, that's the name okay. of his character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also... I fucking hate whenever in movies... I get why Hollywood movies have to fucking do this because fucking the masses don't want to read subtitles because they're stupid and they think reading books are exhausting. Mm. Um, why... why I, I hate fucking watching this whole movie set entirely in Mexico. Deep in Mexico, too. Like, not just... <laughs> not just, like, like, northern Mexico or Mexico City. Deep in that motherfucking country. And everyone speaks fluent English... I hate it because what it, it lessens how important this fucking movie is. Yeah. I get it. You want to like make money out of fucking middle America white people who don't want to mm-hmm. r- read yeah. n- subtitles, B- but also you would still make a lot of fucking money, and which is why the dub is more disappointing because that's our one moment where it could have felt more authentic. And I just it, it baffles me that you know. When marketing this movie, you you as a company patted yourself on the back that you're finally giving mm-hmm. uh, the Hispanic population their their movie to latch on to. And, and for who knows how long. For who fucking knows how long. Like, the second highest population in this fucking uh, country. And, and you give them this movie, and, and they reward you for it. It's, a, it's you know, m- m- like... 
majority consensus is that it's a good movie. You get your fucking money. Yeah. You, like, run your monopoly in, not only in America but also in Mexico by destroying that box office. And, and the white people feel woke for watching White people feel woke like for watching it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, white people like it more than Mexican people because white people love Pixar movies and they think they're high art that have something to say when really they're thinking whoa, they're whoa, very whoa, surface whoa, level. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking... God. I fucking hate pixar uh, not pixar they they make good movies they do i mean not recently onward was pretty they're disappointing. still talented though. they're still talented i love their animation um i love their uh, very much love their early works um but like everyone the creativity is there but, there is but, but the, just everyone overhypes those movies too much and they hold them up to such a golden standard which i think is absurd when you really just watch those movies and you really can't overlook these things like it's it's I mean, obviously, people do. Mm-hmm. On their first viewing, they're going to be like, oh, that was amazing. But, like, you still have to bring up the fact that there's something wrong with it. It's, yeah, there's some just, stuff wrong with it. Um, it's just something. Like, Now, is anyone at Disney going to fucking listen to this and take notes and be no. like, you know what, that's some good constructive feedback from, from, from a Mexican. But Let's like, clickbait them. no obviously not but i like to state my opinion because i think it should be heard and more people should like even if you don't agree with me you should have you know this like it's a perspective it's a perspective you gotta open yourself to more perspectives because then you know you may agree on one or two things with me and then like hopefully you see not just coco but another movie in a different light (laughs) you just talking about films sometimes i will argue with you because i'm like that's bullshit and Uh i don't agree Raging Bull. <coughs> um, I'm just glad we can agree that it's a good movie. <laughs> I never said that. Yeah, you did. You said it was a good movie. Do you have like receipts? Did I text you? Are you gonna Photoshop a text? Um, um if I can go, maybe you didn't remove your letterbox reading of it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Raging Bull, our Raging Bull argument can come another day. Oh. We're still talking about Coco. Um, <laughs> The fuck was I saying? But yeah, I think, like, I do think that a lot of progress has been made. But still, like, as you quoted Lindsay Ellis and mm-hmm. what she said, like, there's still work to do. There's still a lot of work to do. But it's this p- is a really big step. This is a big step. And, uh, like, I'll commend them because, like, representation of Hispanic people in Hollywood is rare. And mm-hmm. most of the times is no shade uh, to Puerto Ricans. I love you. You're, you're mm-hmm. great. Um, but like most of the time, whenever you see someone of Hispanic heritage, they're most of the time Puerto Rican because Puerto Ricans are just Americans, like by default. Really? Well, yeah. I, I yeah, know Cameron, that, but... yeah, because like, what's more acceptable to give to like everyday Americans? It's like uh... a story that stars this uh, a, a Puerto Rican person who's already an American citizen just by being born in Puerto Rico, are or they... or you give it to someone who may or may not be a citizen from any other different uh, spanish-speaking country that is sad it is it is sad i mean again no shade to puerto ricans you get that money you get that bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but, <laughs> but like, yeah, shade shade just... shade at the at the producers slash yeah, suits who are in control of casting the fact that oh. that is even an issue is just sad again it's not like that's not confirmed why i mean well, yeah, probably yeah. there's probably is a fucking essay on this like some yeah. article on this some way but like when you think about it and you realize that mexicans are like the highest population of of hispanics in in this country mm. and you're like oh that's really weird how there's barely any representation, any representation of, of said people and 
when never Hispanics are you know represented enough to repeat myself, it's Puerto Ricans. Yeah. And the only assumption is that Puerto Puerto Rico is an American territory, yeah. and there's such a thing as a Puerto Rican yeah. immigrant. Anyway, yeah, this is this <laughs> conversation got deep. Know. What the fuck was I saying about Coco? Oh no, it falls apart that you don't have a good Spanish dub or that mm-hmm. your movie isn't originally in that language, yeah. because a lot of the people living in this country who you're marketing to. <laughs> don't speak english mm-hmm. that is, um, or at least it's probably not their first language it's not their first language and for know. kids especially especially for kids um if it's not their first language i mean granted that's english... why you have the dub obviously but, but also if they like want to see it in a the theater but it's also be hard. <laughs> give them a fucking authentic dub and you know have them be able to watch it in the theater mm-hmm. and also very micro site tangent on Disney Plus for some fucking reason, <laughs> the the Spanish dub is this whole is listed as a whole separate movie on there. So when you see Coco, I'll be like Coco, and then have the the and then have Coco again, and then parentheses Spanish dub. Do it like in fucking Netflix and just give me the yeah. option to change the audio track. Granted, I don't think like a little kid is gonna like. No, no little kids know how to work technology. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not fucking under, undermining kids' what? intelligence. Little kids n- know how to work technology way much better than their parents. So, like, yeah. because I-, I think it's that little kid intuition when you just grow mm-hmm. up with a touchscreen, you immediately just look at any settings yeah. to help anything. And, and the, yeah, the pictures help. Yeah. I'm not canceling Disney Plus for having that. I just think it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it- but other other than that, I really, 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 really wish Coco just took place and at actual mexico mm. and there was miguel just traveling through mexico trying to be a musician nice little road trip movie that's, could, that's you could have had your you could have had your cringy pixar comedy that is in every pixar movie not just even pixar just movies in general made by studios that have terrible fucking comedy hate it mm-hmm. marvel movies especially <laughs> and even the, the new star wars movies um a yo mama joke should not be in the star wars um, well, I made two shades at Ryan Johnson during this episode, but yeah, I mean, you can still have your, just, I just want more authentic yeah. representation. And I think, mm. again, I don't speak on every, for every Mexican. I know that there's tons of Mexicans that love this fucking movie. Mm. Oh, my whole family does. <laughs> but also brings me to a whole different topic. Every time I talk about Coco and how I'm like, oh, I don't like Coco. And then everyone's like, what? Um, and then I, and then there's like, there's so many Mexican people are involved in it. And I always bring up this car that, and this is, I don't do it to be like, mm, well, fuck you. I don't, I don't do it to that. I just do, I, I do it to like, the try, try to prove, prove, prove a point. I was like, well, it's directed by a white man. Mm-hmm. And then they're always like, no, it's not. What? And then they look it up and yeah, it's directed by a white man, which again, I don't have any fucking qualms with that. He clearly has fucking a lot of respect for the culture. Yeah. He put a lot of attention to detail. But also, representation behind the camera matters intensely. Yeah. Way, I'm not going to say it's more important than on-screen representation, but like... But... Probably it, equal. It's, it's the intentions that matter. It's the intentions so. that matter, yeah. And when it's something like this that's that's like out of their usual range mm-hmm. and it's appealing to that audience, they should. Like... They put, should. Guillermo, put Guillermo del Toro for all I care. <laughs> he would yeah, not do it. Now, granted, I've not seen The Book of Life. I hear it is a good, pleasant movie, and I like the art style, so I might give that a watch. Oh. 
I think it was produced by Del Toro. Oh, really? I think so. I know his name is attached to it. I remember that coming out and people loving it, but I never got around to it, I guess. I was a child. <laughs> I was a child. So. But yeah, that's that's our conversation. Uh, feel free to call <laughs> us uh, sensitive SJW snowflakes. Sensitive little boys. Sensitive little <laughs> libs. Yeah, just like this video to own the libs. Uh, but yeah, ho- hopefully... <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on you for liking Coco. You, you, you do you. I, it's not. It's not my personal taste, and I think they could have done so much better with it. Good music. Especially. I think the great music, music is a great homage to the culture. And also, and I also think that that um that and just bops. Also, that, also that voice actor for for Miguel. That 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 kid that kid can that kid can fucking is going places. Has to. He, I could has to go places. He is great. He's fucking great. Also, um, just, so good. Also, if you. If you have to take away anything from this is that um, if you are a studio executive um, and if you're listening to this, you can disregard everything I fucking said. You can like have very problematic depictions of Mexicans and I'll be fine with it as long as Gael Garcia gets more roles. Please give him more work. That man is a national treasure. You can have him in a movie as as an immigrant who is, is problematic. I don't care. I'll watch it because Gael Garcia is incredible you can call him a for all i care so hopefully if, if there's anything to take away from this is that i'm not shitting you for enjoying coco mm-hmm. it's just that i don't know you can still enjoy it but like look at it critically and like what it does for the culture mm-hmm. that was our uh little october themed episode <laughs> yeah. that comes out in november Ooh. we talk about tv Halloween, we talk about Coco, and do we talk about do we talk about movies that we like in this? <laughs> I mentioned Goodfellas. Do we just in general? Do we talk about movies that we like? Oh, we all we do is oh, talk yeah. about movies we like, but normally not today. Yeah, it is a hard time. Movies. Anyways, thank you for listening to this. It's been a good uh, time. It's been a great time. We are now on Spotify, so follow oh, yeah. us on Spotify. We may stop posting on SoundCloud soon because oh SoundCloud yeah we is, have to because SoundCloud they're is gonna fucking kick bogus. Us off. They're gonna kick us off. Uh, we're also on Anchor. We're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So follow us on um, whatever platform you want or anything. Mm-hmm. We may or may not be on Apple Podcast soon. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see on that. Oh, we'll see. Anyways, have a good day. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Sorry that we didn't talk about any film broy movies. <laughs> Just listen to that episode.